0: Welcome to Bike Med. These are podcasts on biking medicine from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah School of Medicine. We want to talk about wound management today. Wound management is important in bikers because this is simply the most common injury that a biker gets that needs to be treated. Um, there are others like neck pain and uh muscle pain and things but wound management is a is a big deal uh bikers will skid and they'll scrape their skin or they'll cut their cut their legs on the spokes they get blisters Th- this is a really common issue so some basic principles will help guide these uh uh the treatment of the wounds so that the bikers can get better and get back into biking and and uh, what they do so, uh, the basic principle of any wound management first of all is you have to see the wound. The reason that it sounds kind of silly, but remember when a biker crashes they may or scrapes into something it could be under their shirt or uh under a sock and or under their pants, and that needs to be exposed whether he or she is injured will determine uh you know uh, the treatment will de- be determined by what you see, so you have to expose the wound first to make sure you get a. A look at it, Just get the gloves off, get the helmets off, get the water packs off, and, and uh, take a look at it. The the very first thing you have to do is stop the bleeding. Um, nobody should bleed at any time. We're not allowed to bleed. Uh, bleeding is bad. It's not, It doesn't have to be real bad, but we don't want to bleed. So the first thing you have to do is try and stop the bleeding. If the bleeding is oozing or it's a scrape and it's not bleeding that bad, you're fine. But if it's cut a little vessel or an artery, then you need to stop it, and you do that by putting pressure on the wound so you grab a piece of cloth or some gauze uh, and then just press on it, and that will almost always stop the bleeding If they scrape their head, there's a lot of bl- vessels in the skins of the head, so it may bleed a little bit longer. And you may have to put pressure on longer. Be careful uh, when you press on the head that if they really hit their head hard, that you're not pressing on a skull fracture. That rarely happens, but it's something to think about. Rarely happens, particularly if they have a helmet on. So uh, just be aware, though, that head wounds, you know, on the face, above the eye, uh, on the chin, those things will bleed a little bit longer, so you may have to press them a little bit longer. If it's a real nasty wound, and like in the MARCH protocol that you studied under the primary uh, patient assessment, is uh, M, meaning uh, massive bleeding. So if somebody is bleeding out, uh, that is likely not going to happen. But if it does, then you want to put a tourniquet on them. And that is, you grab a belt or a shoelace or a piece of cloth and just tie it above uh, the wound. Um, and then that will stop the circulation. And typically, you don't uh, put a tourniquet on unless you kind of feel like you absolutely have to. So that's really an emergent uh, situation where the bleeding won't stop. That can happen. Not necessarily from a biking injury, but say somebody, uh, in in one case a couple years ago, uh, in between rides, a a young man uh, decided to slice an apple in half and he held it in his hand and actually cut the arteries in his hand. So a tourniquet had to be uh, cut some major arteries, so they put a tourniquet on above the hand until they could get him to the hospital where they sutured him up and he was fine. So just remember to uh, stop the bleeding is really the first thing that you want to do. Now, if it's a wound that doesn't need to go to the emergency room, and you feel like you can handle it, and that that's going to happen a lot, whatever the wound is—a scrape, uh, something like that—you want to just clean it out. You want you don't want to have any dirt or rocks or pebbles in there, and that is usually done just by squirting it. You can use uh, any water that you have from a water bottle. Um, you can use tap water, and then sometimes you can rub some uh, gauze over it to get rid of any remaining dirt. Uh, And uh, it may sting a little bit, but it's really important that you uh, get rid of dirt from any wound. If you if they've lacerated themselves and you're going to try and close it with some gauze or something, squirt it out and get the bacteria and the dirt out of that wound. Really important. And you can't clean a wound enough. Uh, I've often used a uh, a water bottle uh, that you know that you can squirt normally into your mouth to get water. You can squirt that on the wound and then fill it again. Tap water's fine. Just keep squirting it and squirting it over and over. Uh, Soaking it does a uh, little good. Uh, you really want to squirt it uh, in some way if you can. Now dressing it uh, may be difficult uh, at, when you're on site, and it's something you might have to do at home. But you want to cover the wound with like an absorbent nonstick gauze, and then you can put some of uh, Coban or the, the, the um, wrap that sticks to itself around the wound, or if it's on their abdomen or their hip, then you can tape it on it there with uh, some good adhesive tape if it's over a joint like a knuckle you might want to make it immobilize uh, it by putting a little splint on it so they don't uh, uh open up the wound that is on the knuckle uh or on their elbow or their knee or something like that but covering the wound becomes really important now here's something that most biker uh bikers don't know and coaches and and uh, guides is that you don't want to let scabs form scabs are bad um it's like trying to get grass to grow under a rock Scabs, uh, even though we scab up a lot and there's sort of a, a, a theme out there that you want to let the wound dry out and let a scab form, that is absolutely incorrect. The longer you can keep a wound moist, the quicker it will heal, the better the scarring and the, the less chance of it getting infected. So if they have a real bad rash, uh, road rash, you want to cover it up with gauze and an ointment and wrap it for as long as you can. Little scabs are going to be okay uh, but the but you want to keep wounds moist, and they, they won't get infected, and they'll heal quicker, and, and the scarring will be better. Now, what ointment you should use is um, up to you. You can use almost anything that is moist. The new thing that they're using now a lot uh, is um, uh, honey. Honey has, uh, ha- has uh, uh, antibacterial properties, and it prevents infection. If you don't want to put straight honey, you can go to the pharmacy and get meta honey. It's moist, and It's uh, inexpensive, and it's uh, well-tolerated, and very few, if any, people are allergic to it. You can use things like uh, Bacitracin or Neosporin, but those have an allergic reaction often, and uh, if you fear that it's going to get infected, those are fine. Typically, wounds won't get infected if you just keep them moist and keep changing the dressing. Once a day or twice a day, uh, dressing changes are important. So moisture is the key uh, 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 and then uh, dressing changes is important. There are some other things that you can use uh, to uh, put on a, a wound. Um, uh, there are gels that you can order online. Amerigel is is one that you can use. It's just a moisturized gel that will keep the wound moist and uh, help uh, with the healing. And uh, those become really, really important to do. Uh uh, if it's a laceration and you want to close it and you, you feel like you can do that without going to the emergency room, like it doesn't need sutures, uh, you can get some steri-strips at the store, order them online, uh, clean the area around the laceration, and uh, then uh, you just close it. Uh, there's some uh, benzoin glues that you can put on either side of the wound, not in the wound, but on either side that will uh, allow the steri-strips to uh, close. And even if you're going to go to the emergency room, it doesn't hurt you just kind of after you've irrigated the wound to close it over. That'll help with bleeding. And then uh, in the emergency room, they can decide whether they're going to uh, close it or not. Um, uh, uh, if it's on a flexible part of the body, like the knee or the knuckle, again, you might want to mobilize it. Like if you're just going to close it or if you're uh, on the way to the emergency room, that might help. Uh, uh, dressing changes on, sca- uh, on uh, scrapes are really important. But once you've put uh, a tape uh, to close the laceration, you want to keep that on until they close. Most uh, wounds will close in seven days uh, without uh, any, uh, any problems, and then you can start deciding whether you're going to take the tape off or not. Blisters are a thing that we get. Usually it's from uh, friction and poor-fitting uh, shoes, and uh, uh, we want to make sure you've got the right shoes and right socks on bikers so that they don't get uh, blisters. If they start to get a hot spot, you want to go to the store or order online these dual-layer uh, strips that you put on them. The, the, the underlying layer keeps um, uh, the, the shoe or the part of the, the body that's being rubbed from being rubbed. That is, uh, the shoe will rub across it and will prevent it from being rubbed. But then it has a second little thinner layer on top of it that will prevent the shoe or something from grabbing the skin and then forming a blister underneath it. There's a lot of these out there, Blister Band, Dr. Scholl's, there's so many, but those are what you want to put on a blister before it turns into a blister. That is a hot spot. And get used to those, uh, they, they're sold all over the place. They become highly successful. Uh, thick pads like moleskin are good to treat a blister, but these thin layer, dual layer uh, strips are much better at preventing a blister. Now, if you do get a blister, do you pop it or not? the answer is not clear. If it's in an area that is probably that it's going to burst, you might want to pop it and then dress it and treat it as a wound uh, rather than uh, try to prevent it from being popped. This is something you're going to have to think about and talk to people and read about. Generally speaking, um, I don't put, um, I don't pop blisters unless I think they're going to pop. And um, the small ones, uh, we don't like if it's, uh, 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 small you can drain them and it's not as big a deal it's when they get bigger that you're more worried that if you pop them then you've got a big sort of open wound so you're going to have to decide on your own uh whether uh um you're going to uh, open and drain a blister small ones are easier to do like if it's less than two and a half centimeters that's an inch when they get big you want to uh protect them if you do if they do pop or if you do pop them then you have to treat it as a wound. Uh, so anyway. Um, uh, a couple of other things, uh, uh, gels that you can put on it. As we said, honey is good. Bacitracin, neomyosin, polymixin are good. Beware of allergic rates. There's a they're pretty high and you may not know that you have it. Silvedine is a good one for burns uh and uh it's goopy, it's white. You can buy it over the counter or online. It gets rid of the pain, which is something that is, is pretty good. But again, just to review about wounds, make sure that you expose them, make sure that you clean wounds thoroughly. Uh, you've got to dress them and uh, um, keep them moist to avoid getting scabs is something that's important. There's multiple uh, ointments that you can put on it. Beware of allergic rea- reactions to them. Um, change dressings often. Go to the emergency room or to a doctor if you are at all worried or concerned. Um, if it's just a scrape and you feel comfortable handling it at home, that's fine. Just make sure you're keeping it moist and changing the dressings often. Um Uh, You're going to see these things, so these are common, and uh, keep reviewing and uh, uh, studying them so you can uh, get these wounds to heal without getting infected and without scarring. Well, this ends the podcast on uh, wound management, and as always, we thank you for listening.